0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at slash with Amex. Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla.
1: Yep, that's the big voice guy. That's Nebraska Preps post game. That is JP, affectionately known by his government. Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. It's call me Damon, I don't know, <laughs> as we welcome you in for another week. We had started a little bit of a series on, you know, kind of facilities and training and and uh, taking a little break while we catch up and, and let some guys get, get back going uh, to their regular schedules. We'll get to Lincoln and a few other facilities, uh, so don't fret. We'll make sure that we're equal opportunity information givers. Uh, but we figured this week we'd kind of recap, maybe preview a little bit, kind of what we think will happen on the summer circuit as you and I both, firsthand experience, uh, saw the recruit looks, <laughs> yep. uh, the the opening uh, to the summer with the basketball tournament. Yep. Uh, this weekend
0: officially kicked off the AU season for our local teams here. Um, uh, recruit look like Omaha kind of using a – the ubt uh the mark and millard north's uh gyms so i i I was fortunate enough to hit up all three venues in my four games this weekend so uh that was fun but we played
1: at all four venues so it kind of just took me there naturally right (laughs) i i there's a couple i don't love yeah um only because you start to get longer bigger bodies it's tough Yeah. To play at the mark, especially on a little bit of a smaller court, and it's usually pretty warm in there, so oh, worry ex- about cramping. It and- was extremely warm, and and the thing about it is, is um, I didn't even think about this real time, but you know, one of our coaches was talking to um, their OSA team and saying, "Hey, you know, the small court, it's playing to our strengths, right? Yeah. We like to run and jump, <laughs> and <laughs> we're a little bit quicker, and you play on a smaller court. It, it was playing kind of right in." To to the fifteen use wheelhouse a little bit, but it got a little more real once we moved over to Miller North and played on a little bit bigger court and better competition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I really liked the setup. I thought yeah. it was smooth for the most part at all three facilities.
0: Yeah, and uh, we we're just talking before we start here, but uh, the recruit look uh, their their tournaments. Uh, first, they they don't do any bracket play. It's all showcase games. So um, you just play four games and you're done. Um, it's kind of the luck of draw who who you get and they try to match you up with somewhat similar teams sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't um play two 24 minute running clock halves uh kids get six fouls uh it doesn't stop until the last 90 seconds of the game yeah. half times 90 seconds overtime's 45 seconds uh it's all single bonus at seven so certainly some interesting roles oh all free throws are one for two or three um uh, hey you th- know that, that's that,
1: funny you say yeah. that 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 came into effect in multiple games. The one for two and the two for three was huge. I stress that to my
0: guys in practice this week. We got one shot, you step up to that line. We've got to be able to hit them this week. We didn't really do that super great, but uh, fortunately it it didn't cost us. Um, But yeah, so it's... interesting uh, kind of rules to get, get started with, but
1: uh, uh, it's fun tournament for sure. Yeah. So kind of some takeaways, uh, at least generally speaking, I was, I was saying to you kind of off air seven, eight, nine years ago, I never would have thought (laughs) that some of the elite level programs would come over from Iowa, you know, kingdom hoops, the barnstormers, um, even Martin brothers. Right. And not have a fair amount of success. I, I don't know if that speaks to the level of play that's happened in Nebraska, them being on the rise, but I felt like some of those elite-level programs really took it on the chin on a multitude of levels this weekend.
0: Yeah, and we had a handful of teams go 4-0 um, at various different levels uh, from Nebraska, and they brought in some teams from Utah. Um, yeah, Congo. And and, and uh, Salt Lake, yeah. um, Salt Lake Rebels. Um, so, and so it kind of brought in some different talent, uh, but yeah, the saw so first hand, uh, the 15s, they were up what 50 something to 20 something halftime on the barnstormers.
1: Yeah. Well, I tell you, on the first night on the first time out, uh, it was 17, nothing. Yeah. And, uh, that was against kingdom yeah. hoops and that's a, that was a good basketball program. It's a yeah. good basketball team. And I was just thinking to myself, either these guys are really, really good. Which the fifteens may very well be. Or it's they've kind of come back to the pack. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but um I, I just it's just strange what's <laughs> happened over the last, like I said, handful of years with the evolution of basketball in the state of Nebraska. Yeah. And I didn't get to see Beyond Ball um or all Iowa attack their top
0: teams. Um so didn't get to see all the Iowa teams necessarily, but yeah, it's it's impressive. Uh, we talked about that. that's why we're doing this series. <laughs> Nebraska's getting better, and we've got more depth too.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the thing. The, thing.
0: The, the top end talent that's gonna that's kind of be the luck of the draw. You're gonna have um, guys like Hunter Salas and Jason Green, um, and, and guys like this, this kind of in Isaac Crowd, obviously, and guys like that, and Chucky And <laughs> I want to leave everybody out, but uh, you know, what I'm talking about It's, it's kind of special players that come up every once in a while. That's not something that you can really count on, but it's the depth that the teams are lower down. Like heck. I don't know if you want to get started with a seventh uh seventeen new level, yeah, but might just well looking start at 17s. Um OSA Beck um saw them. They're technically the fourth team. Um you got Adidas, uh OSA Freeman, OSA Burt, OSA Beck. So they're technically the fourth team in that hierarchy. But you you look at them compared to the other two national teams. But, uh, um to toss up. And it happened last summer too, where they all beat each other. Um and Beck's team went 4-0, and they, not, they finished the weekend knocking off uh, Powerhouse Hoops Queen, which is the team with a bunch of unsigned seniors. Um, and they led most of the way in that game. They controlled that action um, and played a really good game. The guy I was most impressed this weekend was David Harmon at, at Miller North. Yep. He's a kid that I, I helped coach in eighth grade and junior Mustangs. He was on the B team at mm-hmm. that point. And to see the improvement that he's made over the last three, four years, it, it, it's incredible. And he's going to play a big role for Miller North
1: next year with everything that they graduated. And you could just tell how hard he's worked on his game. Right. And he's been patient. Yeah. Right. He hasn't, at least as I can see it being at Miller North, as much as I am, ugh, there's no pouting, yeah. no sulking. He kind of understands his role and, and he could have his day. You pair him with a, you know, a Jason green next year. And, and you get some of the young guys to maybe step up, and 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 Miller North may have something. And, and that's the thing, like they,
0: you watch him play, like you watch him play during the summer, like he <laughs> he is not shy he's at good. all. He's gonna nice cut hard. it loose. He's gonna he's gonna go. He's gonna go for the step back three. He's gonna go for the dunks. Like he 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 goes all out, throws it all out there. But like you said, for Miller North, he came in and played his role this past year and earned that kind of that that seventh man role, that first guard off the bench where he came in, give him defensive minutes. Uh, Spelled some of the guys at the end of at the end of the uh, quarters, to get him quick break there, and um, he he did his role. He, I mean, didn't didn't score a ton. N- Nick Dolezal is kind of the same thing, and he's also not, on that. Another good another good, good player. So those are the two guys that were kind of those those junior bench guys um, this year from Miller North that um, going to have a chance to to play quite a bit for them next year, and that playing together this summer and uh, have a chance to to win a lot of games together. I think
1: obviously with two shoe circuit teams here. Uh, in the area speaks volumes to kind of the depth that you're talking about I felt like across the board for the 17s the caliber of play was pretty high yeah
0: and I, I guess real quick off the bat we should probably just run through so OSA's uh, teams factory gold teams Hoffman's uh, and powerhouse were all up here in Omaha um, all the supreme teams were down in Lincoln at the prep hoops tournament there so we didn't get a chance to see either of them kind of was paying attention to scores and, and Yeah, clips you try and to do the best the you team, can but, online. But obviously, we were up here all weekend. A so lot of Chandler Meeks references. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> yeah. Jay Dawson, was, yeah,
1: Isaac Trout. I, yeah. I'm
0: like, oh, it's trending on my timeline. Yeah. These guys must be playing pretty well. So, But yeah, I mean, so um, Beck's team went 4-0. Uh, Adidas 17s went 4-0. Uh, Powerhouse, um, their 17s uh, Skirka team, um, they went 4-0. Um, I think Hoffman's... Um, Seventeens, I think, went three and one. So um, uh, uh, Burt's OSA Burt went three and one. So had had a lot of success. Freeman, feel bad for OSA Freeman's team. He was down to six guys by the end of the weekend. Um, Came in with three guys that were injured, Um, and then Logan Wilson, who was having a really great weekend, he's got a chance to be a really good player from Omaha West. Locking four or five shots game. He looks like he's been in the weight room. He's really filled out from where he was a year ago um just plainly had 10 points five boards four blocks in the game that i saw for them early in the weekend um and suffered a pretty tough ankle injury and was in a boot um, yesterday so he's going to be out for a while hopefully they get a few of those guys that aren't necessarily um long-term injuries back moving forward because that's going to be you get dane peterson was out injured evan inselman out injured chase holtman out injured and now logan um, you combine them with some of those other guys; they have a chance to be a pretty good team too if they can get healthy.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Westside's going to have some decisions to make, right? He's he's probably got seven, eight guys that you know that all want to start and have some some valuable minutes, and and uh, just you know, there's only five guys out there at a time. And and Logan presents an interesting dilemma because he's so good defensively, okay. and his offensive evolution is 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 happening right before our very eyes. He's become a pretty good knockdown shooter. Uh, he's a tremendous rebounder he's very good on the weak side really good help defense and uh, he he gives them a lot of versatility I I was uh, as we we jump over to the to the 16s real quick uh, actually the 17s let me stay right there yeah. with the 17s just for a sec because I think they surprised me a little bit I wondered what was going to happen with the guard spot with the distribution and and kind of making sure everybody's involved and yeah. in, in in doing their thing and I was I came away pretty impressed with the with the 17s. I think of the three, if you're talking on the gauntlet of the 17s, the 16s, and the 15s from OSA, I think the 17s probably came in with the most questions. Yeah, and because they had a
0: lot of, obviously they had to kind of make some moves here, figure out some roster. They had some new pieces. One of them, Ruit Bijek, didn't play this weekend. Um, they brought in DeVars Whitaker from Sioux City East, um, brought in Jalen uh, Spears as a guy looking to, Uh, potentially reclassify. I'm not quite sure what his plan is for next year, but um, senior at Bryan. um, You got brought in Gil Jengmer from Grand Island, Central Catholic. So they had a good athlete, still working on the
1: basketball portion and good athlete. And and, man, the progress
0: he's made from a year ago, like seeing him play last summer to where he is now and throughout the high school season. um, That was a good addition to give him some much. We have to
1: scrimmage those guys kind of on a round robin. So we see them, you know, quite a bit, just, the the growth has happened quickly. Coach Monster, he's done a good job with them.
0: Yep, and Whitaker just athletic as heck. Like he, it's hard, I, I, hard I, to stay in front of. I don't even know if he's six feet tall, but man, he can get up and throw it down. one <laughs> him, uh, Deandre Dempsey, and Jalen Spears all threw down some ridiculous dunks in, in one of the games. That is, I think it's Team RWA, and I saw I think their first game where they struggled. Um, they were down at halftime and then came back and um, pulled out a close one. And they weren't shooting the ball well, well uh, at all. There weren't a ton of guys that were making great plays. Where they were at the end of the weekend, they were, they played so much better together and kind of st- seemed like they had started to figure some things out. And I didn't get to see them play against the all-Arkansas uh, team that um, had the um, – Top, uh, whatever, it, 75 recruit, yeah. 6'10 kid. Um, I didn't get to see that game. That was probably their best, I, I would say, probably best competition. Um, so I didn't get to see how they did in that game. But the one – man, Josh Dix is still he's, – he's the best player on that team, I think. He's really good. Continues to prove it. He's just steady throughout. He had 17 points, 13 boards in that first game, um, like 13 and 7 in the second game where they were much more balanced because nobody
1: needed to take over. He's such a good finisher um, with the, either hand. He's, a, he's efficient. Yeah. right he'll get you 16, 17 points and he may only need 10 or 11 shots yeah and, and I mean that's that's kind of the way that you you want it to be. He's very unassuming with his with his demeanor yeah and even his game isn't overly spectacular in any one de- yeah. facet, but you're right if I had to pick one, I would probably say inside of four feet, you give him a look right. at it. He's finishing. Yeah, He just
0: does not leave those on the table. Yeah, And I I talked to a coach this weekend, and I think depending on how the live periods go and um, who all gets to see him, he's going to have a chance to get some high major offers, I think. I think he's right there on the borderline right now. He's only sitting on kind of the low to mid-major offers right now, coming off of last summer and before that. Um, But he's got a chance, uh, if he plays well this year, to to, to really boost his stock and give himself some more options. Another one of those...
1: Those really, really good players that are fantastic kids as well. Yeah, oh, for Re- sure. Really solid, really solid guy. If we jump over to the 16s a little bit? I kind of some uh, some ups and downs <laughs> with that bunch. They got off to a really good start. you feeling yeah. pretty good, and then uh, the old <laughs> one for two, two for three free throws started to creep up on them down the
0: stretch. That and. I think the key with this team, and we kind of saw it all last year, but it was tough because it was so um j- disjointed with all the injuries they had guys coming in and out, they' were down to six guys at one point they had to pull somebody up from national one team um just to have enough bodies at one point like last summer was tough, but this year, like looking at the roster, it's a really solid roster. I think they probably got the five best players in the class in, in Nebraska, um and then you had Price Sanford to that group too um, yeah
1: sanford was he's he's got a chance to be the tie of the
0: binds. yeah. And so the question is, like, the, the key for that team is going to be like, all right, all six of you guys, you don't have to be the best player on every single play. It's okay to make the extra pass, cut away, and let somebody else make a play. And I think that's kind of um, just – I didn't get to see the Summers game, but talking to um, coaches there, it kind of seemed like that, that's what they got trapped into trying got to a, do too little, much. Got a little sticky. And I went and watched them play against uh, Colorado Hawks with Bay Fall, um, five-star top ten was, kid in 2023. Yeah, Supposed to be one of the best His, in the country. Um, and they ran, they ran them out of the gym. And it was 62-27 at halftime. Yeah. Uh, it was absurd. They, they were shooting the lights and they, out. And the they felt half. good
1: about themselves that, after that game, right? That's the kind of the ups and downs I was yeah. talking about. Because I think at that point, it put them either at 2-0. and oh, yeah. Coming off a, a good win, and you're thinking, oh, okay. And so many of those threes,
0: drive, kick, wide open looks and they knocked them down and that's key. The other thing, um, and they were able to regroup and finish off the weekend, um, against mentality, uh, gold KC, um, and had a few guys play well in that one too. I, I wasn't able to stay for the whole thing. Cause I had to coach right afterward, but, um, man, Josiah Dotsler, <laughs> he, in that, uh, he had 19 of their first 24 against Colorado Hawks at 22 at halftime. And then it finished with 28 cause they didn't really need him to score. either I think he had three or four and ones in that Colorado Hawks game. Missed uh, the free throws on all but the last one, but um, hit a couple of threes. Um, like his, his ability to change speeds and explode to the rim, the acceleration, and then the control to take contact and finish, to sneak past a shot blocker and still get the ball in. That's how you get those and ones where, oh, I'm going to go block this, and suddenly, nope, he's laying it in and you're hitting the arm. Um, like his physical development over the last year, He's just a completely different player, and I'm excited to see these next two years at Bell West, kind of what it looks like with him getting a chance to kind of run that show now as opposed to being kind of Chucky's uh, one of his sidekicks. And
1: It's going to be interesting because I it. think he's one of those guys that we were talking about earlier that if he's okay with the role, he doesn't always have to be the guy. Sometimes he's got to be a, a facilitator, a distributor for that bunch too. I mean, when you have a Clemens, you have a Sandifert, you have a Connor Milliken, um you've got options right and 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 i think sometimes him his feel for playing with other good players will be the next stage in terms yeah. of his development as the primary ball handler yep
0: and um ho- hopefully with some of the pieces i'll put around him in Bell west they're gonna have some shooters obviously around him they always do but um i'll he, have a chance to kind of develop that part of his game now with the ball more in his hands where you can all right now i need to go score now i need to c- kind of get some of these other guys involved um, whereas it seemed like kind of playing off the ball, it's like, all right, I'm catching here. I got an opportunity. I'm going to go score. Um, so, I, again, I'm looking forward to seeing his development. I, I think Brendan Clemens was a huge addition for that team. And he's he's not going to put score a ton of points. He's not going to put up a, a lot of big numbers. But the way he was battling with Fall uh, and the other big guy on the Colorado Hawks, um, defensively um, holding his own in the paint, just pushing him off the block, rebounding, protecting the rim. Um, he's such a good athlete, good size. I think the offense is going to uh, continue to develop and they'll kind of figure out ways to, to get him the ball in the right spots. But I think,
1: he, I think he's really just getting started. Yeah. I think from a basketball IQ standpoint, he's kind of like a kid in a candy store and, and coach King is like got a blank slate and he looks this weekend. I felt like, and we've practiced against him. So I had a, a sneak peek. Yeah. He looks a lot more like a traditional four than maybe at any point that I had seen him. he's was playing closer to the basket. He was good in the post. He's very good with the rim protection, really good rebounder. Like, he seemed to be really comfortable yes. with his spots on the floor with this team. Like, I completely agree with you. Because sometimes, listen, people fall in love with, you know, points and, and – you know, five of eight could be a couple of leaky runouts and layups and loose balls, and you're not playing a good team. So you're right. Like it's his his value isn't always in scoring, but what he's going to do for that team. He may be the best addition that any of the units have had, given what that particular team uh, needs. Because last year you had Maul Jaw playing the five for that team right. starting there. And
0: how tall is Maul? <laughs> he's not six, seven. No. So uh, he did his best, but like, he he's on uh, some bigger guys all, all summer long. So just for, like you said, what they needed. <laughs> yeah. A big really,
1: bowl. really good addition for them because I think he's going to fit right in. And I watched kind of, you know me, I'm a big interactions guy and how guys are going to get along because we have a lot of good players getting along is pretty important. And uh, I just kind of watched him and I, the, the, the kids that they've taken really well to him. And I, I, I think he's going to be a good addition for them. Yeah. A really good addition. And what can you say about Santaford? Yeah. <laughs> but man,
0: I got to, uh, got to give uh, King a hard time. Like they hadn't dropped that barnstormers game. Our OSA, the 16 teams would have swept the competition. <laughs> National one, got it done four <laughs> no. My team uh, got it done four um, no. I, Pretty good group here we got at the, the 16s level. And I got to see uh, uh, National Lindbergh, so the National 1 team, play a, a couple of times. And, um, man, Alec Noonan is a kid. Last summer... Um, Talk about underappreciated.
1: Yeah. He gets overshadowed by his brother Red on the gridiron. Really he, good basketball player. And so and, Alec, that's it. and that's his sport, right? Yeah. He's out there playing football just because yeah. basketball is his moneymaker. And
0: so I... Um, Practiced with those guys all last summer. I was around the team a lot, and Alka was a good player last year. I don't think he was one of the best players on that Mm -hmm. team, but going from where he was on the summer to being the guy that earned a varsity jersey um, out of a really good sophomore class, he was one guy that was up there um, playing quite a bit um, um, and getting a chance to experience the varsity level a little bit. Um, And then now where he's coming in this summer, and he's uh, double digits both those games, efficient, um, he's always been good at getting downhill, working that baseline finish, and now he's shooting the ball at a higher rate. Um, I, I was really impressed with his development. Um, and then Jackson Moore Swan is a kid that I'm uh, really high on. He kind looked of really Flying good under the summer. radar, ramping up slowly. He just ramping says so up. many things. He can get downhill, drive and kick game all day long. He got a bunch of guys open threes uh, in, in their last game. Um, really good finisher, and he can shoot as well. Um So that's a really solid national one team. And um, I I was impressed by what I saw from them this weekend. (laughs) Going to have to step in and coach them a little bit uh, this weekend. So going to pull double duty at our next tournament. Um, So looking forward to that. That'll be fun. But uh, one through 10, they're just, they got so many guys that are just solid basketball
1: players. Those twins and and Maverick and Alec. I asked Danny when, you know, Elkhorn South was playing Westside and I said, oh gosh, you know, how'd you guys kind of divvy it up and, I'm always curious about yeah. how parents do that, right? And he says, you know, it hasn't really been that hard. One likes one sport a lot more than he likes yeah. the other, and the other likes it. It's just kind of naturally separated itself. Yeah. And I go, gosh, <laughs> must be nice, yeah. right, to have <laughs> two really good players that, yeah. at, that like different sports, and there's just there's no conflict, man. And when you're twins, sometimes yeah. you get compared to the other, but with each of the Noonans finding their niche in their respective sports, Seems to be just fine. Yeah, and I just touch to my team
0: real quick. Just knock it out there. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, humble really, brag. Yeah, here
1: we go. Uh, but
0: I, I, I really love this team, man. These guys are so much fun to coach. And I had, I got seven back from my team from last summer. We went twenty-two and six during the kind of abbreviated one. Uh, I think four tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, these kids they they just work so hard and they play so well together and that's ultimately all that's always what you want as a coach that kids that are doing the right things yeah. and trying to do it together and that's what i've got on my hands and kind um, of shout out to my guy Carter Templemeyer um, another 75 points in four games this weekend uh, efficient um, shooting well from 3 making some some tough finishes and Zach Jeanette is a kid I picked up um, this summer from Millard North or from Millard West, Best. and uh, got a little bit of varsity time this uh, year. Uh, played a lot of JV and uh, came out and shot nine for twenty from three this weekend for me. Um, so uh, he, he's a kid that can really catch fire. So added me a little uh, added a little bit more firepower to my team this summer, and I'm um,
1: really looking uh, looking forward to seeing what we can do this year. And then the the 15s, and I guess if you had to say the 17s, the 16s, and the 15s, if you're going to look at Competitive balance across the state. The biggest disparity, in your opinion, probably happens at the 15s. Uh,
0: I think so. I, I think, uh, your y- y- Adidas team there—they're uh, they're pretty solid, <laughs> uh, man. It's, I,
1: it's hard to kind of tell, yeah. right? Because there, there's a lot of good players that are still out there. The, the you know the Pekorski's, the, yeah. the uh There's there's a lot of there's a lot of good players, it's, yeah. so it's hard for me to. To think, okay, but it just seems like when I watch them play, and then I look at the 17s based on the, the amount of competition available, yeah. I look at the 16s and the amount of competition available, it seems to be a lot more balanced. 15s, yeah. if it's top-heavy, a lot of those kids are
0: on one team. Yeah, and you you guys didn't even really get challenged um, this year. Hopefully at some point get to see Supreme because, like you said, Pokorsi over there, Jacob Arope, uh, Elijah Gaith, like they've got some really good players on that team. Um, and some some guys that got some varsity experience as freshmen as well. Yeah. It's like a lot of the guys uh, on uh, the OSA
1: team. So I saw but, saw Pekorsky the other day. He's got such good size. I, I don't know how much more he's going to grow, but yes, yeah. he looks the part right now. Good feel, good skill. Um, just knows how to play basketball. And um, I thought the Mar- I thought Martin Brothers was a good basketball team. A couple of real explosive players um really had to make some some really good in-game adjustments um but i I guess i mean we'll see you know we're in atlanta in two weeks and uh you know we'll see where they stack up nationally but i i think competitively that's it's a good group and
0: you got some um obviously it's real top heavy but the the national teams are pretty solid
1: and they had a good weekend
0: too you've got a lot of guys that on that national one team, Crouch is coaching that played at the top level through middle school. That you guys had some battles with, and um, I saw them play. Um,
1: over, I, over in the weekend. I really and, like that bunch, right? It likable group. Yeah. Um, you know, they watched a lot of the games, like overlapping. We see them a good portion. I had practice they they have a lot of kids like yeah. you know joy v. there's just a well, lot of guys that i'm personal fans of right? yeah, like, like a guy like Joey v
0: and they added alec wilkins to that group so you got alec
1: wilkins joey v west frost three guys that played a lot of basketball <laughs> i'm right always this i'm year. always <laughs> giving frost he's so quiet yeah. i think i drive him crazy you know yeah. but i'm like Wes. you know but it's a it's a it's a that's a good solid group especially with you know marquise tolliver and well uh yeah and he he didn't even play in the game that no. I got to see. Well, he's too busy he was getting there. track scholarships. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting offers from Iowa State as a freshman. Dang! Uh,
0: but Dale Ron Thomas, Marquise, mm-hmm. out there stepped up. He took over in the second half of their uh, their first
1: game um, that I was watching, and he had quietly, yeah,
0: downhill to the
1: rim, got a lot of game, and he does not lack confidence. He's very smooth. He's a really good shooter. He's one of the few that are good off the bounce and can catch and shoot. He's yeah. uh, he's one of the better kept secrets, in my opinion, in this class. So, and that's Omaha North, who started this year as a freshman.
0: Um, again, gained a lot of experience for them, and will play a big role over the next three years. Um, I guess got, uh, some po- got some poise to him too. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the way that Will Cooper fits in? Obviously, you got uh, you got a, a group, a few OSA kids, you got a few of the TNE kids, and then you picked up. A couple additions here and there with a Ricky Loft and a Will Cooper. I thought Will looked really good against the Barnstormers. Yeah,
1: he's really um, the thi- the the thing that I like about Will is um, number one, they he and Caleb have played together forever, right? Uh, they I wouldn't say forever, but went to the same middle school. Um, they have a really good feel for one another, and I think he's such a good shooter that when you play with those guards. Um, you can. They can get to any spot on the floor, and and Will's IQ is is really high. Yeah. He can slide into open spots. I, you know, just yesterday against Martin Brothers, he and Caleb, they played a nice two man game for about three or four minutes that really allowed Will to accentuate his strengths. Where, you know, if it wasn't pick and pop, it was pick and roll. If Caleb would use the ball screen, and then it was drive and kick, and you get the monsters and the Jaden Jacksons and. Yeah. Um, those guys—they just really can shoot the ball. I, I like Marcus Glock. Kind of his his evolution. Um, you let CJ and and Caleb really guard in the backcourt. It's 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 a headache. And and Will is a guy that doesn't need volume, yeah. right? Like he's a, he's an efficient scorer. He twelve shots, you know, and he's he'll you'll look up and he's got 16, 17 points. Right? It's. He is. He's been a. He's been a nice addition. And obviously, we knew he could shoot. I thought he finished pretty well inside, and he that's, protected that's, the that's rim the a little thing. bit. So there's two, right? Yeah. So the if they want to go where this team wants to go yes. nationally, he's got to be able to clean the glass and finish around the rim. Yeah. Right, because you're not always going to shoot it well. Yep. So sometimes you have to be able to go get something easy. And at he's the, the tallest basket. on the team. You know, so. and in his, and his personality, he's so unassuming. Yeah. Right. It's he's really unassuming, but his evolution has has been fun to watch, and we know he can he can he can really shoot the rock. So, yeah, that's, so that's the
0: that fifteen U team. It just so many pieces fit so well together, and you would think play off of each other well. The way the pressure allows you to get a yeah, the guard court, you got guards that can get downhill and kick out to those three point shooters, and then the way Alvin coaches them up, um, you are going to get max effort for all forty well forty eight minutes, I guess. Yes, those, this weekend. those
1: first two three games, they get so many easy runouts. Yeah. Or good open looks. It's just they just make the game they just have good feel. The practices are really high intensity though. Yeah. You know, he'll go shell drill for eighteen, nineteen minutes. Yeah. And it's just like you you have to be fit and you have to be willing to guard. If you're not either one of those, <laughs> it's it's tough sled. No doubt. Tough yeah. sled. Well that that's a quick recap. We went seventeen, sixteens, and fifteens. We'll be back next week. We'd like to go round Robin. We may talk a little Lincoln and see what they've got coming. As you know what? It is uh quietly become a pretty good basketball city. They were playing a little bit catch-up. Yeah. Uh, but they got some, they got some they got a nice game plan going. They have some good individual training, and they don't want to take a backseat. We'll try to get to that next week if the schedules line up. That's my man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. This is Nebraska Preps Post Game. We'll be back next week. A Huda
0: Media Production.